you for joining us this week for Sunday worship. As a church family, we would normally be in our building and we could pass the collection plates. We share our time, our talents, and our treasure. However, since we are unable to be together, we are asking for your continued support. You can e-transfer to treasure at graceunitedhanover.ca or graceuc at whiteman.ca. Checks can also be mailed to Grace United Church, 310 12th Street, Hanover, Ontario, N4N1V6. Thank you for your support. Good morning. Welcome everyone to this uh, Food Grain Canada Food Grain uh, service. And um, it's a beautiful sunny morning. We had a bit of rain to help uh, a few things grow anyway. Uh, we always need rain. I know people don't always like rain. They keeps them from doing their stuff outside. But we need the rain as well as the sun. And we're thankful for that. Um, the announcements uh, are on the announcement sheet that you can pick up at the back. I'm not going to read through them all. Um, there is one important announcement I've been asked to make. We recently heard the news of our minister, Reverend McCall, accepting a new position at the regional office. We join you as the Congregational Board in wishing him uh, <clears throat> well as he takes on this new challenge. Now, as a church family, we need to get started on the process of hiring a new minister. Our first job is in the process of developing a community of faith profile. This profile reflects the statement of the ministry of this church, as well as community context. When this profile is completed, we will be able to complete a position description for hiring a new minister. So when this is completed, all this information will be put online in the church hub a community communications tool for the church postings. So the survey was sent out on an email, and there are hard copies at the back, and if you wish to, to uh, just do it that way. It's not always easy for us old people to uh, do it on a computer. I'm one of them. Uh, so they're planning a congregational meeting after church uh, on Sunday, June 5th to share the work of, of, on the profile and get your approval. So once our profile is approved by the congregation, it goes and it can be sent to the church hub. So at this point, we will need to name a search team to begin the process of reviewing profiles of minister personnel and other steps to make the process of hiring a new minister. So please um, fill out that form promptly so they have that to go on. It's, um, there's uh, four, 
questions and, co and a comment section. And hopefully you will do that for us, please. We acknowledge that we meet on the traditional territory as the, <clears throat> of the Inanashibek Nation, the people of the three fires known as the Ojibwe, Odawa, and Potawatomi <clears throat> Nations. We also give thanks to the Chippewas of Saugeen and the Chippewas of Nawash, also known as the Saugeen Ojibwe Nation, for being the traditional keepers of this land. And we pray for right relations with our indigenous friends. Let us join in the call to worship. <clears throat> God calls us to pray, to sing, and to listen to the voice of God. Let us worship God and walk the journey together, seeking the spirit of our, as our guide and companion. God calls us to worship, to sing, to pray, and to listen. Our first hymn is Come Touch Our Hearts, More Voices, number 12. Just verses one and two four. together in the opening prayer. Creator God, you have placed the gifts of nature in our hands and called us to till the earth and make it fruitful. Bless the soil that it may nurture the seeds entrusted to it. Bless the seeds so they may result in a bountiful harvest. Bless the farmers and grant them favorable conditions 
throughout the growing season. And make us all more willing to share our time and resources so that others receive what they need to live an abundant life too. Amen. Our story of faith is nourishing bodies and hearts. One in nine people around the world are going hungry. Since the pandemic struck, 40% more people in need of a nutritious meal have turned for help to the Fred Victor Center, a mission and service partner. That's one of the reasons why the 240 community gardens it runs are so important. My name is Ashrafi Ahmed, uh, and I'm working here as a garden coordinator. We'll see every day 250 people or 300 people standing outside for food. So that is the encouragement to growing and cooking in the kitchen. We donate most of the fruits and vegetables to our kitchen and also our food skill programs. Then our participants get fresh veggie and half from us. Today, over 200 families, many of whom live in poverty, grow their own nutritious food at Fred Victor's Gardens thanks to generous supporters like you. But there's more to the garden than the food. They say when in the garden season, they don't need to uh, take lots of medication for pain, for like anxiety. And it's very mindful way, mindfulness. And some my garden volunteer, they share, when I'm working in the garden, I don't feel any like a stress for me. It's more energy. I re-energize myself and I have a very great time with other people and we meet lots of new friends here. If we live in the city, we need our city lifestyle. We also need to keep to teach our kids how the food came from the ground to the table. Ashrafi knows firsthand how much the gardens help, not just by feeding people, but by building bridges between them. As immigrant, I feel more isolated, more feel I'm alone. Even I came with my family, but we don't know where we can start. But now I feel I'm standing my own feet. I know the community, so every day when I'm coming from home to work, walking, I see every side, left, right, front. Everyone say, hi, Shafi, how are you? So they, they make my day more happy, and it's happening because of garden. Thank you very much, Mission and Service United Church of Canada. Thank you very much. We appreciate your great initiative. This has changed my life. Thank you. Our Old Testament reading this morning is from Isaiah, chapter 58, verses 6 to 12 from the New Revised Standard Version, updated edition. Is not this fast that I choose to loose the bonds of injustice, to undo the straps of the yoke, to let the oppressed go free, and to break every yoke? Is it not to share your bread with the hungry and bring the homeless poor into your house? When you see the naked, to cover them, and not to hide yourself from your own kin. Then your light shall break forth like the dawn, and your healing shall spring up quickly. Your vindicator shall go before you, 
the glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. <laughs> then you shall call, and the Lord will answer. You shall cry for help, and he will say, here I am. If you remove the yoke from among you, the pointing of the finger, the speaking of evil, if you offer your food to the hungry and satisfy the needs of the afflicted, then your light shall rise in the darkness and your gloom be like the noonday. The Lord will guide you continually and satisfy your needs in parched places and make your bones strong and you shall be like a watered garden, like a spring of water whose waters never fail. Your ancient ruin shall be rebuilt and you shall rise up the foundations of many generations. You shall be called the repairer of the breach, the restorer of streets to live in. The New Testament reading is from 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 9 to 14. As it is written, he scatters abroad, he gives to the poor his righteous to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. He who supplies the seed to the sower and the bread for food will supply and multiply your seed for sowing and increase the harvest of your righteousness. You will be enriched in every way for your great generosity, which will produce thanksgiving to God through us. For the rendering of this ministry not only supplies the needs of the saints, but also overflows with many thanksgivings to God. Through the testing of this ministry, you glorify God by your obedience and to the confession of the gospel of Christ and by the generosity of your partnership with them and with all others, while they long for you and pray for you because of the surpassing grace of God that he has given you. God bless to our understanding this reading from his holy word. We worship with the gift of music from Beth.
we're truly blessed to have such a talent in our midst and so willing to share. Thank you. It's my pleasure now to uh, give a, a brief introduction for our speaker of the day. Um, I think he had an official introduction, which I don't have. Um, but I've known Lauren for many, many, many years, so I'm really pleased to be able to uh, speak, uh, uh, to introduce him today. Um, I first met Lauren through my job at the Ontario Federation of Agriculture, and um, he was already um, a well-known farmer involved in community things, and uh, then he became involved in the organization I work for, and. Uh, as a director and rose through many positions to become the president of the Bruce County Federation of Agriculture. One of the things I've always thought about Lauren is that he's a person who lives what he believes. He lives what he speaks. And um, that's truly um, unique <laughs> uh, in parts of the world. Anyway, um, it's truly a, a, something that uh, I treasure about you, Lauren. Um, and Lauren always tackles everything he does with enthusiasm, with energy, and uh, sees the job through to the end. And uh, so now, uh, for a number of years, I, you might have to fill us in on that, Lauren uh, has been involved with the Canadian Food Grains, Food Grains Bank and has brought the same level of uh, in, uh, interest and energy and accomplishment uh, to working with that organization. So welcome, Norm. I feel like I should be going home now because that leaves me at a high. <laughs> um, I gotta, I gotta tell you a story, and it happened. Um, started back in 2017. Um, I was working for a company. I. Uh, son took over the farm and he was doing his thing on the farm and so I ended up getting a job at a company making snowblowers down Clifford Bay. And uh, so I uh, proceeded uh, working there and I basically built snowblowers. Welders put them together and we put them, we built them. And uh, was in church, go to the United Church of Clifford and uh, the minister she asked what we were thankful for. So this is, uh, it'd be October, November, before Christmas. And we knew then that this, where I were, they were closing doors and they were closing up shop and going away. Anyways, and I said, so I'm thankful for my new job. And everybody, well, you got a job now, what are you thankful for a new job? As well, the place is shut down and so I'm just thankful for my new job. And they, well, what's that? Well, I don't know yet. <laughs> so as time went on, <clears throat> that's October, November. So usually the bunch of us went out for Christmas lunch. And we were down the list of all. We never, every so busy, we never got out for lunch. So we went out uh, for, there was two of us, me, the boss, the boss and myself, for the New Year's. So we went out for New Year's and we <clears throat> went to the Chinese place and we invited, um, went in there and I met my father-in-law and mother-in-law and they were helping take their coat off and they were there eat with the seniors group. Anyways, so uh, to make this story short, because this has got nothing to do with food grains, so I 
Anyway, so we went on. We ate our meal. The boss says, well, I'm going to obey. And I said, well, I'll see you in the truck. I'm just going to say goodbye to my father-in-law and mother-in-law. Fine. Went over to help them put their coat on. And uh, as I was helping my father-in-law put his coat on, this guy here that was enjoying his meal says, well, good day, Lord. And I looked at him, and I had no idea who this guy was. I did not, I knew I knew him, because I, I remember faces, but I do not remember names. So I had a chat with him, put him up the Lord, and told him, well, we're just shutting down this place in the new year. This, uh, so this is the Friday before the new year. And I says, they're going back, done. And uh, he's looking for a job. And it just went over my head. We were talking about grandkids, we were talking about our family, our wives, what are we doing? And anyway, so after a few minutes, well, I better be going. Boss is waiting in the truck. He's, well, what about the job I offered you? I says, job. And I looked at Sam. When he introduced me, he introduced me to Sam. And I says to Sam, I says, he offered me a job. He says, yeah, but it went right over your head. You never heard that part. And uh, so we continued. And I still hadn't figured out who this guy was. Talked to him for five minutes and hadn't come back to me yet. So, anyways, we talked about the job. What are you doing? Shut it down. And he says to me, I says to him, Well, where are you? Like, where, if I'm going for a job interview, where am I going to go? So he took his card out and gave me his card. Willis Horst was the guy's name. Oh, and then the lights started going off. And, Willis Horst, he was the agronomist at North Mountain Co-op when I was on the farm. He'd been at our kitchen table many a times, talking about crops and inputs and this type of thing that agronomists talk about. Anyways, so I went for the job interview that afternoon, because it's Friday, went to the job interview, come back, and uh, talk about the grandsons again, and the grandkids, and how's life and everything, and he's, well, what about the job? I says, what about the job? I says, I've never seen anything. We haven't talked about the job. So he took me a tour of this plant. And we make fertilizers, what we do. And so I got the job. I told him I'd take it for a week. If I don't like it, I'm, gonna, I'm not working here because I don't do what I don't like. Uh, so after a week, two weeks, he called me in. And uh, how was the job? And I said, I love this. It's fantastic. Like I'm always learning. This is great. I said, I hope the people here like me as much as I like them because they're, it's really, really good. And then I told him the story about that I didn't recognize it. And the story of thanking God for my new job. And God supplied me with this new job. I couldn't get over it. So sometimes you gotta watch what we thank for. And that was five years ago. <laughs> so I'm still working. But uh, it, it's just great to be here and with you. And uh, thanks for the introduction. And you are very blessed uh, to be in souls like you have here. Like Beth is wonderful. Anyways, then I get on with the food grades. Um, okay, second slide, please. The Canadian Food Grains Bank is about mission. Mission and vision. Um, Working in hunger, as you know, is, is a very huge, huge job. It's, it's not one that is taken lightly by the Canadian Food Grains Bank, and we're partnered with a lot of individuals. Um, 
The vision is just exactly that, to end world hunger. And it can be done. It can be done because there is enough food in the world to go around. It's just to make it go around. We in Canada are very blessed to have the amount of food we have. If you go without a meal, it's our own fault. It's not that there's not enough food. Uh, and I come across a song that I was going to give Jerry, but I was not really computer literate. So um, the song is uh, The Rumor on the Table. And it's a very good song. It's a very short, sweet song. Um, but we have food to share. We have clothes, like it says in the, in the scripture, the green red, that uh, there is food to go around. And we do not have to be our homeless people, even Canada or abroad. Next one, please. Canadian Food Grants Bank program runs around emergency food access, long-term long responsibles, and uh, engaging Canadians. And that's where we all come in, in, in the engaging part. Canadian Food Grants Bank does not import food from anybody. When we go into a country, we buy the food that's in the country or a very close proximity. Uh, the food is supplied through kindness of what we have here as projects uh, in Canada, growing projects. The long-term responsibilities is developed uh, through the upper part of the Canadian Food Greens Bank. Uh, talking with the government level people and uh, making it all work that way. Learning and uh, advocacy in Canada is, is a huge part of the Canadian Food Grace Bank. It, uh, it, you think, things just don't happen. They just do not happen when we as the upper level, the uh, Canadian Food Grace Bank people talk to their politicians, they talk to the president, everybody, everybody you talk to. We, I talk to individuals. Um, we, as people on the ground with growing projects, can talk to our politicians, federal politicians, is all the provincials work. Uh, they don't have the power, and that's not where a lot of the money comes from as a provincial, but it, it can work because they definitely talk with everybody. But the key part of uh, Canadian Food Grains Bank is a, is a huge part of uh, getting funding from the upper tier government. As you know, uh, one quarter uh, we raise for every dollar we raise, it's matched four to one. And that's just a mathematical formula. There's a lot of uh, money that is, is moved through government that is uh, uh, not matched four to one. It's, it's just given by government. And we'll get to that sometime. Okay, next one. Oh, we're one ahead. Sorry, I'll catch up. Uh, in 2000, 2021, uh, it was $49 million was for the assistance of, uh, eight, of 989 people in 33 countries. So that just gives you a scope of the idea how big we are and where we reach. 33 countries, yes, there's a lot more than 33 countries. 
but uh, 989,000 people is a lot of, at $49 million. <clears throat> and this isn't done with one in person, this is done through growing projects like ourselves, like you have here, or you may, no, these have uh, a, uh, a dinner, I do believe. Is that right, George? Just a, a mission fund. A mission fund? Okay. So you used to have a mission fund. Down in Clifford, we actually have a, a growing projects. And you drive through, throughout Ontario, you'll see growing projects signs out. So what happens is, is that fund that is the farmers plant the seed uh, through AgriMarks, they supply the fertilizer, the seed, and it's all, at the end of the day, they grow a crop to generate the funds for the Canadian Food Grades Bank. It's sold here in Canada on the open market that uh, everybody, the, all the farmers deal with through the elevators and that. So, uh, and, and that's what they're really the support is about. Next please, community. Yep. Uh, the community projects, that's where we're, there's, is 200 plus projects in Ontario and I don't even begin to say how many local because if I, I can drive past three when I leave Belmore in the morning, I drive past three different food grains growing signs. So um, I get no idea how many is in Ontario. There's hundreds of them. And we're very blessed right in this area to have some of the best cropland that and the farmers give back really, really generously through the growing projects. But it's not just growing projects, it's funds like use the mission sun, uh, and how you raise money within the church. And I got a commitment on the, the ribbons you got back there. And I was talking to Gertie, you are doing a fantastic job with that. And that's all awareness. Um, next please. Yep, here we go. Okay, there's 1,500 and, I, and I'm not big on numbers. I'm going to throw a lot of numbers out here and I don't try to understand or follow through because I've been doing this for 25 years and I can't even figure it out. Uh, there's 1,500 Canadians responsible for emergency food crisis in, 2020, in 2021 through donations and emergency appeals. Over 240 Canadians, and that doesn't sound like a lot, when I say 240 Canadians sent letters to MPs. Um, but an MP will take a letter from you, me, and it, it's evaluated very, very highly for somebody to sit down and write a letter to an MP on an issue. So if you're writing a letter, it's, it, it says that you took the time and the effort and the thought to write a letter and to make it go forward. And they, they value that letter considerably higher than a, a signature on a piece of paper. A signature, I'm not saying it's not good, it is good, but a letter just goes that much more farther. There's 1,431 Canadians that participate in uh, online learning and projects and partnership and challenges to end hunger. Um, they have Hunger on the Hill, it was a few years ago. And uh, I've got a little smart car and I drove it up to Ottawa. And uh, we, 
signed the Canadian Food Greens Bank. It was called End Hunger Global Justice, I believe. Can't just think of it right now. But it was postcards addressed to the premiers and to the politicians saying how important it is to end hunger in the world. And we had 8,000 postcards in the smart car delivered to drive up the part of the hill. And if the smart car is a billboard. I don't know if anybody's seen it around. Right now it's parked in my apartment because it's got some issues. But anyways, or in my driveway. But it's a billboard. It's got Canadian Food Drains Bank all over it. It's got hunger uh, and hunger, a Christian response to hunger. But it is a billboard. And they noticed that little card driving up Barton Hill. When we open it up and give uh, 8,000 postcards to uh, the Minister of uh, Affairs, she was totally taken back. She, uh, she knew we were coming. She knew we had 8,000, but to show up and actually give them. And that many signed postcards that makes it important to people and the politicians listen. In partnership with our, our members, which is 30, no, is 15 churches, but 30 different uh, Christian denominations, I'm not, denominations is the wrong word, uh, yet 15 denominations of the churches across Canada, 30 different affiliated Christian response. So you got, um, say, two or three different uh, Mennonite churches that make one Mennonite Central Relief Committee. You got different um, organizations under the same church body. And, and so they got 15 different church denominations throughout Canada and Ontario, but it's uh, the $16 million that's being raised. The food security? Yes. When it comes to food security, you got food security, it's based on the four pillars. The availability of food, the accessibility of food, the utilization of the food, and the stability of food. And it all comes together. The availability is all there. Like I said before, yes, there is enough food to go around. The problem with the accessibility part is to get it distributed throughout the world evenly that it can be used. The utilization part is exactly that. Just because you have food, it does not mean you know how to cook it, you know how to store it right, food's got to be stored right, we in Canada's got refrigerators, and that, to make that happen, that does not happen in many parts of the world, and definitely not the countries that we're going into with this Canadian Food Greens Bank. The stability part is to have it, that you can predict it long term. Uh, and, and that's definitely a hard thing, I mean, farmers put a crop in the ground through faith, uh, and God's blessing, it grows, and we, like I said, in Canada, in this part of Ontario, we are very blessed to have rich farmland. But the stability in other countries is not that stable. Just because they plant the seed, it does not mean they're going to get a crop. So, moving on. That's great. So why are people hungry? It's the same thing. It's the equality, the conflict, climate change, we don't think climate change in Canada, we don't think about it too much. But when I started farming, 
to grow corn for green corn in the area, you would plant oh, maybe 2,700 heat units. And I, don't, I don't know how many is farm, 2,700 heat units is what we would put in for green corn. Uh, now, it's, it, the farmers out there think nothing of planting a 3,200 heat unit corn. Same field, same place. The corn's genetically modified, not genetically enhanced through breeding. It's a better quality corn. Our, our corn yields in the 70s. If you got 100 bushels, you had a really, really good yield. Now, if they don't get close to 200, they're, they, they're not really happy. So that, that's where the climate change is, is, is changing. The climate is changing. And we in Canada don't see it as much. But in the third worlds, they see it through different uh, the time it rains, it may not rain, the rains may come later. They just cannot predict it uh, when it's going to rain. The food system is uh, failure, is, is the problem, and COVID-19 enhanced that. Uh, to make it, it very, very difficult to uh, transport food, you have to have a lot more paperwork. You gotta, as we all know, like our our lives went upside down. Imagine if it was your food that was set upside down. It, it just it, it makes it that much harder. Um, uh, some of the figures out there in is a eight hundred no eight hundred eight eighty two point four million people worldwide are uh, displaced from hunger in 2020. So that's already two-year-old statistics. Um, so 82 million people. That's, that's, that's where we've, we've taken on a huge job trying to end world hunger and to make it work and go away. Um, one of the people that I met necessarily is uh, Stefan Cherry. I've been over to Africa twice with the food grains. Stefan Cherry was one of the individuals that, um, he's the agronomist over in uh, Mozambique and Malawi, is what he was doing. Uh, here you see a, he has uh, a solar dryer, and it's exactly what that is. It's, it's just framework with plastic over top, and they cut up their, uh, their fruit. Um, it could be apples, it could be bananas, it could whatever. Uh, the vegetables is uh, tomatoes and onions and uh, peppers and they all dry them down because you with them drying down they last longer and it's, instead of freezing like we would put them in a chill freezer here they got to use the solar dryers to make it work. One thing he said, we asked him what's his biggest challenge he said that there's not eight days and 25 days in a day, 25 hours in a day. So he needs eight days a week and 25 hours in every day because people are willing and going to, to him to learn on uh, the stability and how to grow better crops. And and uh, he was just totally, totally overworked. He was on a three-year stint there. He come home for a year and he went back for another two and we met him. So it's it's just these people are are really hungry for information 
And I see people of the third world, the farmers, the women, uh, hungry for information on how to grow, how to grow better crops that they can supply food for their own family. Uh, and the next one is, uh, yep, is, uh, I, you tell me how to pronounce the name. <laughs> it's, uh, but anyways, this lady, she grows pumpkins. She is, every, has, everything has its challenge. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Everything changed last year with the cold, in fact. It was harder for her to get seed. It was harder to get her. She's got the land, but then you can't meet with uh, the stuff and cherries. It's easy and that to, to make it work. Uh, it, to quote her, we have reduced the hunger gap. We only had one, one meal a day for two months of the year. Okay, and that's how they can compare if they've got enough food. If they can grow enough food for themselves for eight months, and then they only got to go to the Canadian Food Grains Bank or whichever agency is supplying with food for four months, that's good, but if they can grow enough food for themselves for 10 months of the year and only go for food bank uh, the other two months, and during that 10 months that they're growing the food, they're sharing with their neighbors at the same time. Um, the, the involved, what she's involved with is actually a tear fund. It's, uh, a branch of the Roman Catholic Church. It's the Roman Catholic Church that provides her with the information and through the partnership on the ground there. It's not the Roman Catholic Church, but the Tear Foundation. They supply the money to support the staff and charities to educate this lady on growing better crops and improving her conditions. Uh, the next is uh, irrigation. And the Food Grains Bank is involved over there in many countries on irrigation projects. They, uh, depends on the level of irrigation. This is uh, the water just flowing down the channels, and that's the irrigation. The other, there's, a, there's massive ones. We were in one in Ethiopia, and they don't dam the river up, they just dilute it, or divert it, divert it down to the canals. And then the canal, that canal ran for four kilometers down to where then they could get the water to flatten around the, and, and make it work that way. Uh, this other lady here now, yep, there we go. They, uh, the Mennonite Central Relief Committee in Canada support this organization through developing um, fish ponds. And this is what you see here. She's feeding the fish in her fish pond. Um, and again, it's, it's to do with climate change and the low prices of agricultural inputs, uh, the low agricultural yields, the migration, and uh, threatened agricultural success uh, through the inequality of food security. So, and that, that's all how it looks, this COVID thing works. It, it worked and it just makes harder to work. Um, these, these projects that we're seeing here is all, you have breaking bread. I seen some back in the back there. Uh, they, they come around to supporters like you. 
uh, like your church, and they're back there. And it's got a lot of examples of how you, um, the Canadian Food Grains Bank works with diff their different agencies to improve the uh, conditions and growing habits and educate the uh, ones in the third country, current third world. And uh, they are ever, ever thankful. And that's one of the themes I, I've noticed here in the church is the thankful on how God blessed us and our farmers for growing it. We're thankful for that. And over there, it's the same thing. Next slide. This is when it gets touchy. Um, this is a slide of uh, Mozambique and Malawi when we were there. And we were going into a food distribution center. And they were receiving bags of grain uh, of soybean and then a container of uh, uh, oils to go with it. But they presented us with these gifts. And everything you see there, you got a little room to the right, my right, your right, to the right, the guy's holding a room. There's uh, the next guy to him, he's got a chicken, and there's two chickens there being held. The lady in the center's got a hat that they made, and then the other guy's in the room, and me on the far side. But they're thankful, very, very thankful for everything. And they give us these gifts to say how thankful they are. Uh, next slide is, this is a baseline study. Before you can have a food distribution, you got to do a baseline study. Canadian Food Grains Bank does not do baseline studies. It's left up to the bigger organizations. If there's an organization and if there's a food hunger in the area that, uh, uh, the, I'm going to say World Relief Canada or World Relief World, would go in and do a baseline study. To do a baseline study, you have the height of the child, the weight of the child, and the width of this dimension is four. And uh, that creates a baseline that they can go forward. Then they determine from that how hungry they are, and they go in and give food aid. And that's what we, we receive these gifts at the top of the hill. We went down to see the, how the baseline study worked at the bottom. And then we went up for lunch in the back up the top of the hill. And as we were going up the hill, we uh, were cut off by this grandmother. And she presented us with another chicken. And by this time, we had figured out through talking the people at the baseline study, what the chickens meant. A chicken is the most highly praised way of saying thank you there is. Because a chicken supplies you with eggs all through its life, and then when it's all spent and at the end of its life, then you can take the chicken and you can you kill it and you have it for soup. So it's the highest, and somebody, this little lady, cut us off and she gave us a chicken. And I got no way to say it, but thank you. Thank you to use for being a supporter of the Food Grains Bank. Thank you anybody that 
Um, the Ukraine thing is just a thank you from the bottom of their heart. And, and you can't go any other way. They just can't say enough. So, going forward, you do by giving, and you pray to God for the food, the good crops, for the, that we can distribute it, get the food equally around the world. You learn through the, the breaking bread and the food field notes that Canadian Food Greens Bank send us every month, or it's quarterly, I guess, and they ask the work that we do through uh, through the government and, and to thank the government at the same time for the funding that goes forward. And this uh, yep, increased support for the small-scale farmers and uh, the new income or the low-income countries to adopt uh, to climate change and to build more resistant food systems. And uh, there's part of the Canadian government, they call it HERB. It, it stands for uh, Humanitarian Economic Relief Development. And what happens is it's part of the, that's not matched by the Canadian, by us. Uh, the Canadian government has such high respect for the Canadian Food Grades Bank that if there's a problem in a country, they can actually go in, they, the Canadian government will say, here's X number of dollars, millions of dollars, and they go in and uh, just distribute food aid and make and teach these people how to farm more effectively. And, and, and we don't, when I say go in and teach them how to farm more effectively, it's not that we're teaching them. It, we're going in and we're helping them out. We, uh, these individuals, Steph and Cherries, that go in there, they don't teach them, they just bring them together. They teach them uh, uh, conservation tillage. We in Canada do conservation tillage, but over there, years ago, what they did is a slash and burn thing. So, it's, and I mean, they got grass growing, so they just burn it off. As soon as you burn off, everything, yes, you got bare ground, but you've actually scorched the soil too at the same time. And and then, but what they do now is the step of cherries that go in and they teach them the conservation tillage. So where you, you cut all the, everything down and you turn it underneath. So you let the, the grass decay in the green manure. And, and that's the conservation tillage and that's how these work. And, uh, but the Canadian government gives through her is just if they know through world relief that there is a problem, they just <clears throat> say, Canadian for Greens Bank, here is $5 million, go to this country and make things happen and educate them. So on a five-year commitment, Yes, uh, we call the Canadian government, and they got five years, and it's 180 million. Nope, in my math right here, my figure right. The current government has got support for climate residual food systems of 100 million dollars a year. 
In February of 2022, the Minister of International Development announced that there's $315 million available for climate change um, projects. And, and so her would be part of that. And, and, and that sounds like that is a huge amount of money. But again, that's five years. That's a five-year commitment. And so we as Canadians are taking it out of our taxpayer dollar. Maybe every time we do fill up, and that's why I've got to remember mind myself, when I fill up my car, that a portion of that money, of that tax dollar for my gas, is going to that $350 million. Um, it, and, and that's how it, it, it works through our tax dollar in the Canadian government. So again, um, I'm here to say thank you. Which slide move? There's where you are. Now this is the 8,000 postcards that we uh, presented to um, the International Development Ministry a couple years ago up in Ottawa. And uh, that's all the group that was, and when we're there, we just didn't have postcards. We actually went around and talked to, in the two days that we were there, you talked to two different uh, politicians per day. So we, I talked to four, and the three group, the three people that was with me, we would talk to Ford. Ben Lobb, we were in his office and talked to Ben Lobb. And, uh, and Ben knows all about us uh, and how it all works, and he's very supportive of the Canadian Food Grains Bank, which most politicians are um, very open to the discussion. Not all of them are open to giving money to food aid, to going out of Canada. And the uh, final one is just uh, keep your eyes open for this little piece of machinery. That's my smart car. So, uh, and I, I just like to thank you again from the people of the third world countries, um, 33 different countries. That's a lot of people. 82 million people is a lot of people to work with and to go forward. So um, just, you can't say it any other way. Thank you. Lauren, thank you so much. You have planted seeds here today. You've opened the window wider to the global community, well beyond our borders of the great need out there. Obviously, you live and work and give from your heart. Thank you so much for educating us and inspiring us. Let us continue sharing from our hearts by singing for the fruit of all creation, Voices United, number 277.
loving God. We listen for your spirit's call as we learn from Jesus' life. Sharing our love for God's people as we lead those to learn. Amen. Let us pray. Let us pray for those who are hungry. Our loving Creator God, we bring before you the burden of those who suffer from extreme poverty and hunger in all lands. Stretch out your loving arms to embrace the suffering women, men, and children whose bodies and minds are affected by malnutrition. Help us to look with clear eyes and open hearts to see the pain and hopelessness in their eyes. Kindle within each one of us a flame of love and purpose to enable us to channel our love into action in every way possible. For this we pray in the name of Jesus, Amen. Let us worship with our voices, with our hearts. May the God of hope go with us. Voices United, number 424. dare to believe in your love for us, God, in your love for <clears throat> to those around us, in the hope of eternity. We dare to believe that another world is possible, that suffering can end, that we can play a part in the kingdom of God to come. We dare to believe in heaven on earth, in the light breaking through, in justice made new, and in your love for all of us. So we go forth remembering God's promises and blessings, joyfully giving back to the world the love we have received, believing that God loves all creation and will be with us always. <laughs> 